breaking news from The Athletic. This is Zach Harper and Seth Partnow from The Athletic with breaking news. The NBA has released the first half of the 2020-2021 NBA season schedule, and we've got everything that you need to know about that, including Kevin Durant and his return to an NBA court in a real NBA game. We know it kicks off opening night against the Golden State Warriors. We also know that he's going to play on Christmas against the Boston Celtics, maybe, assuming, you know, load management or injury management or whatever as he comes back from that Achilles tear. But we also know that he's going to play in San Francisco, in the house that he built on February 13th against the Warriors. Seth, what do you take away from these early Kevin Durant games? I think the the biggest thing is just going to be to see where he is physically. Um, you're always worried about a guy coming back from an Achilles. And, and um, you know, I, I'm not necessarily expecting him to be sharp, but just to see how well he can move is really going to be a big part of, of what we can expect from the Nets for the rest of the season. Yeah, I, I guess, you know, it's they were a little bit of a nationally, you know, kind of spotlit team last season until Kyrie went down and then we kind of moved away that focus. But they're going to be in the limelight all season long. I mean, Kyrie Irving's not even not even talking to media anymore. He's just sending emails. Uh, he's moved on to that, but they, to try to, I guess, control what he says and and how it's how it's taken out of his mouth. But we we do have like this, like the Nets are going to be a major part of the national discussion because hey, Kevin Durant's back. Yeah, I think so. Although I, I, I if we're looking for predictions, um, I, I'll, I'll take the under. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Well, what about a prediction for March third? We're gonna get the Nets and the Rockets. Seth, which team do you think James Harden will play for that night? <laughs> Who he play for? Uh, <laughs> um, man, I don't know. Uh, at this the point, Sixers. I'd, I no, yeah, Sixers, right? <laughs> None of the above. Um, at this point, I think that it's just just that's such a massive trade. I think it's in in prospect. The fact that it hasn't happened yet means I think most likely answer is the Rockets, but we'll see. Yeah, and that uh, that game will be roughly three weeks before the reported uh, suggested date for the trade deadline, which Sham Strani of the Athletics said uh, is proposed as of right now. Needs approval, but would be March 25th. Other notes from the schedule release: Bucks. Are, this is a weird one. The Bucks are at Miami for I assume the Giannis tampering sweepstakes, but they're at Miami on a back-to-back, not from another city. They're playing back-to-back on December 29th and December 30th in Miami to get that part of their schedule taken care of. Uh, if ever there was a time to tamper, Seth, it would be those two games. <laughs> I think it's just going to be interesting to see which team decides to try to uh, use their closer for two innings instead of just one in right. those games. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, and also, could could a back-to-back in Miami be tougher than any traveling back-to-back in the NBA? I feel like that's way more taxing. Even in these COVID times, that is a that is a tough question. Um, although in in these times, whether the 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 South Beach uh, advantage plays as much true as it might in in normal times is a, is another factor we have to consider. That's true. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day is going to be January 18th. We have our nationally televised games will be the Wolves at the Hawks, the Magic at the Knicks, the Suns at the Grizzlies, Bucks at Nets, and then Warriors at Lakers. What's the most intriguing game from that slate to you, or is it one that is not going to be on national television? 
I kind of think that the 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 game that's going on at the same time is the Bucks Nets game, which is uh, Mavs Raptors. Um, I, I think that that's a that's a pretty interesting game in prospect. Uh, Dallas is a team that that depending on on when and what we get from Kristaps Porzingis this year, they're they're a team that that I think could sneak up and and really challenge for home court in the West. Yeah, um, absolutely. And then and then for that that Suns Grizzlies one, obviously Memphis is always. Uh, is always having a spotlight on them uh, on Martin Luther King Day for for obvious historical reasons. Uh, having Chris Paul at that game, who's obviously been a tremendous leader and tremendous proponent of of learning about history, of social justice, and everything. Um, having him and two teams that will actually be very exciting uh, fighting for the playoffs. That should be a really fun game that day. Yeah, I, I also I, I kind of think even though I'm not sure how good either of these teams will be the the minnesota atlanta game could could be uh could be it'll be high scoring put it that way so that, yeah be that, some... <laughs> that might be a 160 150 night uh, or morning i should say yeah uh, depending on how that goes and then and then kind of the obviously the biggest takeaway from all of this is seth that they have only released half the schedule they're obviously trying to prepare for whatever turns happen uh with with vaccines with uh, COVID with just, you know, having to make up games that are postponed due to COVID. So we got the first half of the season released. They will deal with the second half schedule later on in the NBA season. Uh, they're building in buffers for, for making up those games. Uh, we may see a mad dash to really squeeze in a lot of games, which could lead to, a, you know, not just back-to-backs, but back-to-back-to-backs. Um, I, I do, I kind of like what the NBA is doing here as we, you know, we do our, our cash grab and try to get things back on schedule. Um, but there's still a lot up in the air with everything yeah the, the weird thing is so in a normal season um as soon as the schedule is released within a week every team basically has their their practice and travel schedule for the entire season done and printed and usually put in like a bound book and with with the hotels they're staying at the arrival departure times all that just to make sure that the logistics are taken care of and you know, some of that is probably going to be a little easier because there's not going to be a competition for, you know, hotel spaces and things like that. Just the uh, the scramble, both in the short window we have now between now and the start of the season, but also uh, doing that kind of midstream when the second half of the, the schedule gets released. That's going to actually put um, really tax some of the, the, the lesser known parts of organizations in ways that we have we haven't really seen before. Yeah, if you are a. If you're a person who coordinates travel, I would ask for a raise right now. I would demand a raise. I would strong arm them right now if you work for a team and you're coordinating travel. Who knows? Maybe it'll work. Or actually, don't take a career advice from me. That's yeah. a terrible idea. Well, that's... Uh, no, I, just last point of that, if I can, is it's yeah. not just... It's it, The other part of that is that the, the, the that a big part of that schedule planning is the coaching and medical training staffs getting together right. and really pre-planning load management or... or or uh, you know, making sure that the athletes aren't overworked and not knowing what the second half of the schedule looks like it makes that a little bit of a challenge. Yeah, may, yeah, it definitely makes it a challenge. Uh, thanks for joining our breaking news coverage. Go to the Athletics' new headline section for much more on the story with the schedule release. To get access to all the Athletics' great sports content, visit theathletic.com slash headline pod where you can join us for just $1 per week.